0: I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. This episode will teach you how to master the perfect chocolate chip cookie. Jessica Holmes from the Sweetest Menu shares all her tips and tricks for mastering this classic and well loved recipe. Jessica is a recipe developer and content creator behind the popular baking blog The Sweetest Menu. Inspired by her travels, Jess loves to create no fuss desserts that are undeniably delicious. Each recipe is carefully crafted to ensure maximum flavor for minimum fuss. Her recipes have been published in top-selling food magazines, and when she's not in the kitchen, you'll find Jess out and about enjoying the beautiful beaches of Sydney. I had such a fun time chatting with Jess, a fellow Aussie, and I must say she is my go-to for all things baking. This week's recipe of the week is my easy banana cake. While we're on the topic of desserts, it felt only appropriate that I also discuss a dessert recipe and this little cake has been having a moment of late. It's one of my favorite ways to use up ripe bananas. Okay, I love all the ways of using up ripe bananas, but this one is up there and it's just a light, moist and full of flavor cake. I love to top the cake with banana slices that caramelize while baking, and oh, they just melt in your mouth. Grab this recipe along with all the links discussed in today's episode at slash 23. Now, let's dive in. Hi Jess, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks for having me. I am so happy to be chatting to you today. Not only because you're a fellow Aussie, which I love, <laughs> but also because I'm a huge fan of your delicious recipes. Uh, not a day goes by where I don't see a post from you on Instagram and think, Jess, what are you doing to me?
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. That's so kind. I always tell people, um, at least the pictures are calorie free. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. No, I'm like,
0: Why am I suddenly craving sugar? Oh, yeah. That's That's my job. Yeah. (laughs) Now, before we get into today's topic, would you mind sharing with us a recent kitchen fail? It might be a baking fail for you.
1: Oh, sure. I have baking fails all the time. Um Probably the most recent one was I've been testing a lemon loaf um recipe, so like for a lemon bread, and I made one the other day, and it was just really bad. Um, it was disgusting, yeah it, it was yeah, it was just a mega fail, um it was dense, it was dry, it was gross, so. Just so everyone knows, food bloggers have failed all the time in the kitchen.
0: Exactly. It's yes. yeah, everyone does. Even yes. even the people who have mastered the art of whatever we're talking about, we still have yes, failed. Absolutely, and that's how we learn. That's how everyone
1: learns. So it's okay.
0: But a lemon loaf sounds delicious. So I'm looking forward to when you master that one. Yes, it's coming soon. Mm. <laughs> All right. So today's topic is all about how to make perfect chocolate chip cookies. I've made some good chocolate chip cookies in my day, but I've not made a batch where I thought, yep, that's the winner. That's the perfect cookie. So I'm looking forward to this topic. I'm I'm personally a big fan of soft and chewy, but there's many different types of chocolate chip cookies, aren't there?
1: There are, and that's what I've found um, over the years is I'm, like you, I like a big soft kind of cookie, you know, maybe with a bit of like crispy, chewy edges. But a lot of people really like the thin, like really thin, crispy, you know, you take a bite, like kind of hard kind of cookie. Um, or And other people like it where it's almost undercooked um, in the middle and almost like a bit of like um, cookie dough with lots of like chocolate spilling out. So there's definitely um, different types of cookies cookies and people have their favorites that they love to stick to um and that's why it's important to you know try a few recipes and find the one that that makes you happy and that is your favorite if that makes sense
0: that definitely does make sense and you're right everyone is different but the soft and chewy one is the right one
1: (laughs) yeah agree. (laughs) I agree. I agree. <laughs> Nothing better. It's actually like my, if, if I could choose any
0: dessert in the world, that's actually what I would choose. Oh my so. gosh. Well, that's yeah. a big call. I'm a bit of an ice cream fan. So actually ice cream cookie sandwich. That's what i can Oh, <laughs> perfect. <panicked>. Yes. <laughs> the best of both worlds. Oh yeah. So what <laughs> what are like the main ingredients that you need to make like a basic cookie dough?
1: Yeah, well, if you actually have a hunt around, you'll see that most cookies, chocolate chip cookies, have um, very, very similar recipes. Um, So the basics is always butter, usually butter and sugar, um, and then you'll just have your egg, vanilla, flour, and then a leavener of some kind, usually baking soda, and then your chocolate. Um, So my my one tip to start with would actually just be making sure you're using um, really high quality ingredients, so kind of like the Best vanilla you can get, the best butter you can get, and the best kind of chocolate that you can get—it's probably like um,
0: a great place to start for a really good chocolate chip cookie. That's that's a really good advice. I think there are a couple of ingredients that it's worth investing in. Um, okay. You obviously don't need to ha- spend twenty dollars on each ingredient for a cookie, but you know if you are getting. Uh, the best chocolate like I've I've even made recipes before where I've used um my favorite brand of chocolate chips but then I've bought a cheaper brand of chocolate chips and it tastes so different yeah
1: that's right that's right it really can make a difference and sometimes you know it's just nice to splurge um particularly like like you were saying my thing is probably chocolate like sometimes it's nice to splurge on a really nice um block of chocolate or or your favorite kind of chocolate for a recipe like this where it really is one of the key ingredients um and you're going to taste it too, you know. You're going Definitely. to taste that chocolate in a,
0: in a chocolate chip cookie. So Now, you mentioned butter, and I've heard that butter really makes a big difference in cookies, especially the temperature of the butter. And I've been trying to get my head around this, so I've been dying to ask you about it.
1: Yes, absolutely. So this would be like my golden tip um, is really understanding and kind of um, making sure you look at the temperature of your butter. So this is going to uh, – determine sort of how your cookie turns out in the oven. So a lot of recipes either call for um, room temperature butter, and that's usually used when you're going to mix it with sugar using an electric beater and you're going to cream it together, or it'll call for melted butter. Um, So if a recipe calls for melted butter, usually what will follow on is that your cookie dough will need to be chilled. So that's because... um, Basically, the temperature of your butter and how soft it is, it's going to determine how um, your cookies spread out in the oven. So I think what's really important is to kind of read your recipe and understand what temperature your butter needs to be. So... If you you are going to melt your butter, then that's fine, but make sure you follow the recipe, and if it calls for chilling, which most likely it will, make sure you chill that dough because otherwise when you bake your cookies, they're going to spread out in the oven. And that's one of the things that I get asked about a lot is, why did my cookies spread in the oven? And basically it's your your butter is too warm, and so then when it heats up again, it just spreads out. There's not enough flour to hold the cookie's shape. And then they kind of usually go really thin. And crispy, or sometimes they even all melt together. I don't know if that's ever happened to yes. you, where like you had all 12 cookies just turn into <laughs> one huge flat cookie. Um, so that's not ideal. Um, and then the other on the other side, there's the um, uh butter at room temperature so usually when you're creaming it with the butter and sugar you don't often need to um chill the dough after when you're using this method sometimes it will sometimes it won't um, depending on on the ratio of flour to butter um but Sometimes people use butter that's too soft. So when it calls for room temperature butter, you really want it to be just at room temperature where it's not fridge cold, but it's not melty by any means. Um, If it is melty, then you might run into that same problem where where the butter is too warm um, and then your cookies spread. On the flip side of that, sometimes people also have the, the problem of their cookies not spreading in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of, you know, when it just comes out and it's still in that round kind of ball shape, um, and that also can be to do with your butter or the ratio of butter to flour. So your cookie might have you either the recipe might call for a little bit too much flour, or you may have added a little bit too much flour. Um, and that's where I would recommend making sure you use a kitchen scale so you can really um, accurately make sure that you're adding just the right amount of flour. Um, if that does happen, you can um, if you make that recipe again, you might just want to add a tablespoon or two less flour next time. Uh-huh. um if it happens and you've chilled the dough what it might mean is the dough is just too warm I'm um, too cold sorry so what you can do is you can just um, leave it out on the kitchen bench for like 30 minutes and just and just bring it down to room temperature before baking the cookies in the oven and that will help as well
0: Okay. that's That was really, really helpful actually. So, I mean, I had probably half wondered in the past if I really do need to chill the cookie dough when it says yes. to do so. Yes. Yes. And it totally makes sense that it would be to do with the butter if it is melted coming back to a cooler temperature before we put it yes. in the oven since it's already hot. Yes, yes um, exactly. So I think I'll start listening to that now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, sometimes
1: uh, recipes may call for you to chill the dough like overnight and that can be more to do with that they're wanting you to um, let the flavors develop. Um, But, yeah, usually if it's like a 30-minute or an hour chill, that's probably the main reason why. And to be honest, when when people's um, recipes, I don't know if you've tried it, but chilling the dough like 24 hours later, I actually don't notice that much difference. Okay. So – yeah, for me, I'm like you know, two hours kind of max, and then I'm like, I want my cookie. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't think I could start 24 hours yeah. <laughs> and then be fine with that. I would need it, <laughs> some kind of reward that day. Yeah. <laughs> Yes,
1: exactly. So I kind of just recommend, I I hope it's not too overwhelming with all that butter flour talk, but I think basically it's just, um, yeah, just making sure you're following the recipe, making sure your butter is at the temperature that it's called for. Um, But also noting that, that you can often fix the problem. So... Uh, For me, if you're trying a new recipe or this is something that's happened to you in the past and you're a bit sensitive about it, I just recommend um, just rolling out one cookie dough and baking it in the oven and see how you go. And if it's really flat, um, then perhaps just um, chill your dough for another half an hour or an hour. And if it comes out, you know, too thick and and didn't spread at all, then just bring your – cookie dough to room temperature, or perhaps next time when you make that recipe, add a little bit less flour. So it's really just, yeah, seeing how you go and playing around. Don't be afraid to adjust um, a recipe according to to what you
0: like. I love that. So we had Steph from the Cupcake Project on here a few weeks ago, talking about how to make perfect cupcakes. And she suggested to make a test cupcake when you made a batter. And I'm like, why have I never thought of this? And just as you said, making one cookie, of course, because as as you've just mentioned, it can be you've got too little flour, too much butter, and they, they are things that you can fix before you make a whole batch. But if you make the whole batch first, you can't. So it, yes, it's exactly. It's such a good idea. If it's something as simple as,
1: yeah, like your dough just needs to be chilled for a little bit longer, I mean that's so disappointing if you baked, you know, 15 cookies when you could have just waited another half an hour and they would have been perfect. So. Yeah,
0: definitely worthwhile. Well. I do it all the time. I love it. Um, and so much easier <laughs> than some of my recipes that I've had to throw out lately, which have been like soups that you can't really make a single oh, portion no. of. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having some fun with dried beans, never mind me. <laughs> oh no. Oh, such as the laugh of the food. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now we spoke about good chocolate before. What kind of chocolate do you think is best for chocolate chip cookies?
1: Well, it's an interesting question because most people in a chocolate chip cookie would use chocolate chips, obviously, (laughs) Um, but they're actually, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but they're actually designed to hold their shape, so they don't actually melt when you cook them, Um, which is totally fine, but a lot of people ask me uh, when I might photograph a cookie how I get that gooey um, center with all the melted chocolate kind of oozing out, Mm. and And that's by not using chocolate chips. That's by getting a block of chocolate and chopping it up by hand. Um, and I find that that, is best for me. That's what I love. Like when the chocolate is really soft and gooey, um, and that's because you know, obviously, a block of chocolate is going to um, melt when when it comes in contact with heat, whereas chocolate chips don't. Um, alternatively, if you love the look of chocolate chips, um, or you know, the more traditional look, just um, you can do both. So you can do a few chocolate chips, and then just chop up some chop up some chocolate chunks as well, and use both for the kind of optimum. Um, I don't know, chocolate goodness. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I have noticed that difference between the chocolate chips in the cookies rather than broken up chunks of uh, yeah. a chocolate block. And honestly, yeah. the chocolate block ones look so much better to me with that melty yeah. chocolate. I know what you're talking about. And that's yeah. the pictures that I'm like <gasps> drooling over it. Yes, exactly, and that's what I love, and that's what a lot of people ask me. They're like, my chocolate chips
1: don't, my chocolate chip cookies don't look like that, and I'm like, that's probably the main reason why. And then you can try um, different chocolate, but yeah, just probably recommend the best kind of quality chocolate that you can afford. Um, I mean, you don't have to go crazy, but just, you know, maybe not like no-name chocolate. Just use a nice chocolate that you would actually eat by itself. Yes. If it's tasty enough that you'd eat it by itself. Yeah, use that chocolate.
0: And how do you make cookies look good? So that's one good tip about using the right chocolate to get that real like melty chocolatey goodness. But what else? Because sometimes mine could be like off-shaped and look a bit weird. Yes. Yeah. Yes, totally. Um, so what I found, um, what I love to use is
1: I use a cookie scoop and um, measuring out the cookie dough I find that's the easiest way to make sure that they're all about the same size um then I think it's great too to also roll the cookie dough using your hands to make it have really clean smooth edges um but in saying that even when you bake a cookie sometimes they kind of get a little bit misshapen by the time they come out of the oven depending on how the chocolate kind of melted and they might have um yeah like just not be the perfect circle and one great tip for that is when they come out of the oven um they're still really soft and kind of um they can be molded so as soon as they come out i just grab like a normal dessert spoon and i just go around the edges and just tidy it up so if it's you know got a weird like shape on one side i just like pull it in so that it forms a perfect circle and as it cools it'll just stay there in that shape that you've kind of
0: designated does that make Sense. absolutely and that's such a good idea too i i would not have thought to do that but you're right when they do come out there they are all pliable and you can push them yes. around. <laughs> Yeah,
1: exactly exactly so that's kind of like a food styling tip um you know that that i do and i think other bloggers kind of do to get like the perfect um chocolate chip cookies so yeah that's something that anyone can do it's really easy and if you want your cookies to to look perfectly round yeah that's oh, all oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs> Sorry. Also, um, add a few bits of chocolate on top.
0: So oh. that's
1: yeah. So a lot of the time when, when you bake cookies, kind of the chocolate kind of pulls in the center or sort of underneath the top layer and your, and your cookies like quite smooth on top. Um, so just add a few little chocolate chips or chocolate chunks on top while they're still in that um, warm state, like we were saying. Um, and then and then just leave them to cool kind of just like I often put it in my recipe as like uh, extra chocolate for decorating so I call it like decorating your chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're still warm but it can really make them look really great to just pop a few extra bits on top
0: yeah okay now I really want a cookie All <laughs> <Yeah. right. laughs> <Me too. laughs> now how do you store cookies to keep them fresh
1: Yeah, I usually just store them, um, in an airtight container, um, just, um, at room temperature, like on the kitchen bench. Um, alternatively, if you don't want to bake a whole batch, you can also just roll the cookie. So once you make the cookie dough, you can roll it into balls and then just place them in a Ziploc or sandwich bag and put them in your freezer. Um, and then you can keep them for later. So then, when you get that cookie craving, you can just grab um, a couple of balls of cookie dough uh, from the freezer. Just maybe let them thaw for a little bit, or bring them to the room temperature, and then bake them. Um, but I don't, I don't really have um, a lot of cookies left over. I got to be honest. When I bake a batch of cookies, there's not a lot. Um, A few days later, they're all gone. So, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I do love
0: that when recipes are like, well, these will last up to five days. No, they won't. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So exactly. A lot of people ask me that. They're like, how long will this last? And I'm like, I don't know. I ate it in a day. So, you know. But, yeah. And you have a
0: chocolate chip cookie recipe on your site, don't you?
1: I do. I do. I have a few, but I have one that's definitely my favorite, and it uses um, melted butter because that's kind of one of the tips for making a really soft and chewy cookie like we were talking about before.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm going to have to link that in the show notes because I think everyone will be wanting to come to You, Jess, for your best recipe. Amazing. Awesome. (laughs) And uh, can you also let my listeners know where they can find you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at sweetestmenu.com. And I'm also on Instagram a lot um, at the handle sweetestmenu.
0: Awesome. Oh, okay. Well, now you've made me starving. It's (laughs) early morning here and all I want to do is make a batch of cookies now. You've got to go do it. Yeah, thanks, Jess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All in the name of research.
0: Yes, it has nothing to do with my enjoyment. I'm just doing it to make sure that these tips were uh, satisfactory. Yeah, that's great. See if I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thanks for having me. How fabulous is Jess? I had such a fun time talking to her. And I must say, I feel really armed with a lot of knowledge now on how to perfect those chocolate chip cookies. And in fact, I want to get off here and go and make a batch now. If you want any of the links that we discussed in today's episode, go to cookitrealgood.com slash 23. That's it from me. Have a great week and don't just cook. Cook it real good. Bye. <laughs>